Be on there. Gotta get ready. <laughs> I was born ready, baby. Sit there. Yes. It says meeting is now streaming live on Facebook. Yeah, it says live. We're live. Hello. Hello, oh, everyone. I am Judah Bernard, the wisdom dialoguer of the Rise Creating Your Voice. This is season one, episode seven of Staying Positive. And if you don't notice, we already have some lovely ladies here who was with us on season one, episode two, which is Be Healthy. And so they decided to say, you know what? We're gonna join Judah again on this topic of staying positive. We wanna increase the energy. We want you guys to ask questions. We want you guys to continue to just keep asking questions because we have the gurus right here, Miss Micah Janice, and also Katie Walker-Berthard. Yay! <laughs> I want you guys to remember. Come on down. Share, <laughs> comment. I want you to go to like at Creating Rise. That's on Twitter. And also the Rise Creating Your Voice <laughs> on Instagram. So without further ado, I want to bring our ladies in and just tell them hi. I know they already know you guys. So just wave hi and let them know. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm, I'm my resident positivity guru. I'm Mike Anise. I'm a psychotherapist and a life coach. I'm also and a Judah, life coach. Judah, oh Lord, Judah, your energy is something. I need it. Fire. Did it, yeah. did it go up like all of a sudden? <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know. Like if you could bottle that energy and sell it, you'd be the richest we would man be alive. Nice. I already got it for $5.99. No $5.99, here it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll add to cart, add to cart. <laughs> so we are talking about positivity, staying positive, especially in this pandemic. If you guys can just give samples, because I want to jump right into the topic of how to stay positive actually during this pandemic in any situation too as well. So ladies, I'm gonna give that to you guys because you guys are the the, the um, positivity gurus. So I'm looking to hear from you guys. Let's go. <laughs> I guess I'll start. Um, okay, so I think what we need to kind of understand first and foremost is that being positive doesn't mean that you are happy-go-lucky all the time. You don't have this Pollyanna positivity viewpoint of the world um you know it doesn't mean that you don't have bad moods being positive simply means that you can look at a situation and know that the outcome is going to be okay in the end like that is just having a positive outlook it's really about your mindset and how you're viewing whatever struggle you're going through yeah. You know, we were just before we start, we went live, the three of us were talking about like how it's been hard lately for everybody to stay positive, <laughs> mm -hmm. obviously because of the pandemic and the election and the holidays and like all the things. And we were talking about how like being positive really is often just being present because yes. the opposite of positivity obviously is negative. And when you think about like when you felt really negative, 
a lot of times you're just fortune telling like oh things were are never going to work out this is going to go mm -hmm. terribly things have always been terrible like you're living in the past or you're living in the future you're not mm -hmm. living right now right so like, you can't you know like have a sorry my hair is like all in my face um you can't uh, you know have a calm um objective you know feeling of positivity if you're like way too far ahead or way too far behind you. Yeah, you're you're projecting really um, those feelings and really it is feelings. And that's kind of the thing. It's like, um, which I know you can probably talk more to this, Micah, but when you, when you have a feeling, you don't have to hang on to it. It's something that you can acknowledge, feel the feeling, but then you let it go. When yeah. you hang on to those feelings, that is when I feel like the negativity creeps in. You start doubting yourself. The mindset changes to that negative emotion of, oh my gosh, my life has always been this way. It's always going to be this way. Um, this is going to happen or not happen. And really your mindset, I'm going to go out there because you know I'm out there. Um, your mindset does dictate where you end up mm -hmm. you are yeah. literally manifesting your reality so yeah. the yeah. thoughts that you put into the world become your reality yeah. so if you don't want more of this let's like this is the uh definition of crazy doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result exactly. if you want something different you're going to have to do something you've never done yeah definitely you know, I think it's, first of all, it's funny because like, we just went head first. We we're like, let's go right into it. Hey, let, come on, we're diving right in. in. We had to keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it kind of like, I'm not even going to, you know, like I mentioned before, I'm a th psychotherapist and I'm not even going to use like past clients as an example. I'm going to use myself. Exactly. And I was talking to Katie, I don't know, it was like a, a month ago and I was going through a really tough, unexpected transition. I was really frustrated, blah, blah, blah. And I, like every other human being got real in my feelings, you know, like, how did I get here? What's going to happen? It's never going to work out. Da, da, da. Yeah. And I remember Katie and I were talking on the phone as we do every single day. And I don't know which one of us said it, but I was like, you know, it's normal. I feel how I feel like of course, I, you know, it's normal to feel shocked, afraid, negative, mm -hmm. frustrated. I cannot live here, though. I can't live in right. the frustration, live in the, like, it's, it's a practice of mindfulness. So like observing that some less than ideal circumstances came up, that they were all pinning me against the wall and beating me up, <laughs> you know, and of course that hurt. But I was like, okay, okay, well, I can, I can feel, feel this frustration and pain and feel like I'm under attack, but I'm not like, I'm not, I'm going to get through this. Like I've gotten through everything else. And I don't like set up camp and live in that feeling for days and days right. and days and days, you know, right. and that's where I think I, people need, go ahead. No, 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 go finish. I was going to say that's where I think a lot of people need to learn to observe where they are and verbalize where they are and say, okay, this is where I am. Where do I want to be? Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like respect where you are, but where do we want to go? Like, you know, right. We don't want to stay here. Right. Well, and I think that, you know, again, back to mindset, I'm always going to go back to mindset because literally everything is in your mind 
and how you perceive the world is all up here. Um, it goes back to being solution focused, being in the present. Like there's so many things that you can do to help you feel like you are um, living a more positive filled life. Um, you know, we talked about mindfulness and mindfulness really is a, it's an easy concept to grasp, but it is, um, it's a hard practice and it's something you have to practice every day. The mindfulness simply is being in the present moment. And every time your, um, thought shifts to the past or shifts to the present or to the future, you say, no, wait, I'm here. What am I doing here? What can I smell? What can I touch? How, what, how do I feel in this moment? with what's happening currently. Okay. Not my worry. Hi, Judith. That um, sounds like catch it, check it, change it. That's right. Should we? Absolutely. Should, Katie, when you said, what can we smell? What can we touch? I'm like, should we do that grounding technique? Should yeah. We? <laughs> yes. It, yes it, yeah, not? it's totally a grounding technique. Yeah. Go, go for it. So one of the things that we do often, Katie does it in her work um, in occupational therapy, and I do it in my work as a psychotherapist, we both do it in our work as life coaches, is a grounding technique, which is exactly what it sounds like, something to bring you back down to planet Earth. And so Judah, who I know you have a history in mental health too, he's probably done what I'm about to say many times. So what it is, we can write it in the comments when we're done because it's kind of a lot to remember. It's the five, four, three, two, one technique. Do you remember it, Judah? As I start saying it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> So basically what you do, if you start to feel yourself um, getting really overwhelmed, like, oh, what am I going to do about this? Oh, it's going to go so terribly. Oh, I don't know what to do with all these big emotions. You do the five, four, three, two, one technique, which is you look around you. So I'm in a sh- she shed right now and you look around you and you name five things that you can see, a ring light, a computer, a cell phone, a bookshelf, you know, whatever. Five things you can see, four things you can touch, the computer, the printer, the bookshelf, so on. Let's see, um, three things you can, is it? Smell. Uh, smell, okay. So is, I it, smell. is three things you can smell? Three things you can smell. Um, three things you can smell. Um, two things you uh, can identify three things you can hear, three things you can hear. I knew yes, that was wrong. Here, yeah. Three things you can hear, two things you can smell, yes. one thing you can taste. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's, and so the purpose of that is of course, like as you get down to the hear, taste or hear, smell and taste, those things take a little more effort for your brain, but it focuses you to be exactly where you are. I can't mm-hmm. smell things in the house. I can't smell things in the future. I can only smell things in the shed. And so right. that brings you right back down to present. It helps you stay focused where you are. So the five, four, three, two, one technique. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's definitely used in therapy a lot, but it really, if you have, if you're high anxiety, yes. um, you know, we all struggle, you know, most of us struggle with anxiety, that grounding technique really works. Right. Um, if you feel so overwhelmed that you can't do that, simply plant your feet flat on the floor, sit up, take a nice deep breath in and out. And like, literally just imagine your feet are roots into the ground. 
Yes. And that is another way to ground yourself in a way that um, is quicker, you know, than trying to name or search out things if you are so overwhelmed that you just can't. So that's another grounding technique that you can do that's super quick. Is just imagine your feet are roots and they're digging into the ground, take a deep breath in and out. Yeah. And so that helps you stay mindful. Yes, that also helps you stay mindful. But again, again, I want them to understand that in that positivity and things like that. And I think like you said, that you're not gonna have this Pollyanna feeling as rainbows, butterflies and Skittles is falling down from the heavens and all that stuff. And we wanna recognize that when you're not feeling your best is we want you to stay positive. And that's being, being, being like being here now, like being forever in the present. Because the thing is like what Micah said, that if you go and start saying, oh, this is never going to be right and things like that, you're mm -hmm. starting fortune telling. Yeah, I don't yeah. know anybody who's the fortune teller. Well, I do know fortune tellers, but I don't think you guys are, you know, certified fortune tellers. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm psychic, but I'm not a fortune teller. <laughs> but I want people to realize, because I know that we want to talk about growth too, and knowing that staying positive. Oh, is it Judah that we lost? I think we lost Judah. <laughs> it like froze and I was waiting for it to stop. And I was like, what's so, what's so funny is I thought it was me. And I was like, don't <laughs> cuss. Micah, don't cuss in case it's not you. <laughs> oh, so um, I think what Judah is trying to say, like remaining positive, you know, it's not that, um, you know, not everything is rainbows and sunshine, or as my son likes to say, it's raining tacos. He sings that little song. It's raining tacos out of the sky. Um, but when you shift your mindset away from the negativity into a more positive viewpoint, your life does start turning around and you will genuinely feel more positive. Um, you know, I mean, it was probably what, like, over five years ago, because I've been in this house for five years, um, where I was at my lowest of lows. I mean, it was probably almost, oh my gosh, it was probably like nine years ago now. Like it's been a while. Okay. Almost, almost nine, I think. Are we still on there? Okay. We yeah, still on there. We were still here. You, we lost you. Um, okay, great. But I was in like my, I was in the deepest throes of a, a it was a dark place for me in my life. And then that point in time. And, you know, I started journaling. I started getting those thoughts and feelings out. And I, I looked at myself. This is what's so hard when you have to start doing that inner work and look at yourself, right. you can no longer blame the out, you know, the exterior forces. And you're like, Oh crap. Like I'm the reason I'm this way. And that's, that's the hard work. But, um, you know, I started looking inward and I was like, well, I feel like I've become so negative and really it was from years and years of being around negative people because mm -hmm. I am such an empath and I allowed that energy to come into my energy. And so I just started reframing things like, how can I put a positive spin on this? What lesson is this trying to teach me? And then slowly I 
really became positive. I started looking at the positive side of everything and probably um, annoyingly to other people, they're like, oh my God, why is she so like positive all the time? <laughs> like I'm upset. And so, I mean, that is the thing about being becoming positive and staying positive is your bounce back time is so small. Yeah. You know, something bad can happen or a negative thing can happen and you can go, oh, this sucks, but okay, well, what, what am I going to learn from this? What lesson is here? How can I shift this so that I benefit from the situation versus I'm the victim? Yeah. I think resilience is one of the biggest benefits to working. Like, I almost don't like to call it positivity. I like to call it being hopeful because when you're Mm -hmm. negative, you feel kind of stuck, homeless, homeless, hopeless. (laughs) You feel well, I mean, in a sense, you can feel like you don't have, you know, like I'm not at home anywhere. I don't belong anywhere. But when you um, shift your mindset to being a little more hopeful, um, you know, I think like you're like, obviously you have the human experience of things sucking, like that happens to all of us, but it's more Mm -hmm. like, okay, all right, mm, I'm going to internalize this. Here it is. Okay. I'm going to sit with it for a second, but what's my next step? Cause like, you know, where your default becomes resilience instead of like, I'm just going to sit in my dirty diaper here in this negative place, you know? And um, yeah, you know, sometimes in my therapy practice, this is how I explain it. So KV and I and Judah, we're all talking about like mindfulness and kind of like before you can be positive, you have to be present, like the presence of mind to make a choice to be hopeful. And so I tell my clients that are coming to me for depression or anxiety or grittiness, you know, like before you can be, did you hear that echo? (laughs) I thought that was like coming from your computer. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. That's weird. uh, So I tell my clients that it's a lot like, you know, if you've ever been through physical therapy or if you've ever seen a movie about physical therapy, where like, let's say somebody gets into a car accident, breaks their legs. And then, well, Katie will get this as an in occupational therapy where they're like on the little things, like learning how to walk again. You know, you see a scene where they're throwing the crutch across the room, like, oh, I can't do it. It's too hard. And, you know, they wake Mm -hmm. up the next day and they try again. And it's honestly like working on being more mindful is just like, like retraining a muscle, like regaining your strength in that area. And some days you're going to throw the crutch across the room. Other days, you're going to take a few steps. Other days, you're going to run a marathon, but you have to build that muscle. And I like your analogy. And I'm going to, I'm going to expand on that just a little bit, because um, this leads into, you know, people that, a lot of people don't know what occupational therapy is. No, I'm not going to find you a job. Mm-hmm. Um, but like physical therapy <laughs> focuses on the one issue. Like if you had a knee replacement, they're going to focus on getting your knee working again. Right. Occupational therapy mm-hmm. focuses on the person in a holistic viewpoint. Like, yes, you had a knee replacement, but how is that affecting everything else? How is that affecting you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, your you know, your daily living, how does that affect you? And so I think, um, you know, that is one thing about being mindful and being present. It has an effect on everything. You think that it only affects your mental state, but it doesn't, it affects everything. There are all of these different dimensions to overall well-being and wellness and staying positive, staying present and mindful affects all of your wellness. 
your I forget what the saying is, but like your spirit believes what your brain tells it, you know, or something like that. And I'm just yes. um energy uh it's like what there's something like uh energy goes where focus something there's a saying about that too like wherever you're putting your energy or your focus is where all of your energy is going to go where focus goes energy flows that's where it is oh yeah there so, you go. <laughs> i got it i was like i knew it would come to me um, <laughs> so yeah um where focus uh goes energy flows and so if all of your focus wow. is on the negative and how everything is so bad that's where all your energy is going to go and you feel zapped and you feel depleted and you can't accomplish things that you need to daily and so it really does affect you as a whole person I mean it affects literally every aspect of your life like I'm telling you the Micah that I was even as recently as five ten years ago is totally different than the Micah I am now my friend group looked different the guys I dated looked really mm-hmm. different yeah <laughs> the things I tolerated <laughs> at my job um looked a lot different as well and I'm telling you the more I started like looking inward like you were talking about a few minutes ago Katie and really kind mm-hmm. of like, all right, how, what do I need to be hopeful? What do I need to protect myself? Which is a, a big one too. Like, what do I need to protect my spirit, my positivity, my hopefulness? Yeah. I'm telling you right yes. now, like my, the course of my life changed when I focused on that first. Like, you know, I, I talk about Matt, my husband a lot. Cause he's like one of the biggest, t- like, no offense if any of my ex-boyfriends are watching this, but like, <laughs> like I taught with my negativity, I taught myself what I deserved from friends, from jobs, from whatever. I was going to say it, it totally plays into your self-worth and it your really does. Yes. It does. And the minute I really focus on that and spend, you know, mm-hmm. like a good bit of time focusing on that, when my husband, my now husband came back into my life, cause I've known him for a long time. When he came back into my life, my spirit was like, yes. Yes. Like he sees you in the right way. Like, you know, like this is good for your soul. Like he, you know what I mean? It wasn't my negativity, my low self-worth talking when, you know, he came into my life romantically, it was my higher self, you know, like that, you know what I mean? And like, I think about how my life would look so different if I let myself live in the negative space. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Yeah. That's the other thing. I know positivity promotes growth and self-esteem too as well. And I, I hear you guys talking about inward and I want people to know inward is, is something that promotes growth and self-esteem too as well. And which I was talking about this growth post that I saw earlier, because some people don't know how to distinguish from the negative, from the positive. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to just read this for those who are out there that's listening. It's called showing up for yourself can look like speaking up for what you believe in, setting boundaries, Mm. ensuring your needs are met, Mm. getting enough rest. Come on now. If you don't get enough rest, you're going to be negative, Nancy. I'm sorry. You're going to be negative, Nancy. You're going to be grouchy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're going to be a lot of things if you don't get enough rest. Yep. The number one thing. You and I are both like, Taking care of your body. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that promotes positivity. Yeah, it does. Letting mm-hmm. people go that are no longer meant to be in your life. Mm-hmm. Breaking detrimental cycles. 
those behaviors and things that we learned from our parents, our grandparents, those negative Nancy behaviors. Limiting beliefs. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Staying true to your values, not your parents' values, but your values. This is when you distinguish what your values is, when you become of age and can appropriate or distinguish between your values and your parents' values. Accepting yourself for who you are. Mm -hmm. And also continually growing and healing at your own speed. Mm -hmm. It's not a competition, people. Guess what? I'm not going to heal quicker than Micah or Katie. I can't challenge them, oh, who's going to heal quicker? Because it's a process. But us being ever in the present now mm -hmm. is what promotes positivity. Go ahead. And I that reminds me of what Brene Brown said. I knew she was going to bring up Brene Brown. <laughs> you know I, I love knew she was going to bring Okay, hang on, hang on. I'm going to find it because I wrote it down. I was like, oh, yes, this is... Um, while you're, gonna looking, find it. while you're looking okay. for it, I'll say something that came to mind when Judah was talking, which is like, I always tell people this too. And I have to remind myself, like, you're never going to reach this like ultimate level of like woke transcendence. Like, exactly. Cause it's mm, every day, every day, because I'm not the same person I was yesterday. I'm not the same person yes. I was no. a week ago. So like, we have to, we can never be like, I have achieved well, you know, like, no, it's a maintenance thing too. Yes. And like, we evolve as human beings with every experience that we have with every day that we're alive here on earth. So like, you know, it's something we have to constantly be nurturing and chasing is this, um, this, like this presence, this, like setting ourselves up for a positive, healthy presence. So everything Judah just listed with the boundaries, um, mm -hmm. letting things go that no longer serve you, that are weighing you down, um, generational limiting beliefs, those kinds of things. Um, that's all I was going to say. What did Brene Brown that, say? Um, I like that you brought that up, Micah, because, um, Emma, you know, Emily Aarons, who I follow, she was uh, talking about this the other day. She's like, it's like a staircase. And she goes, you sweep off the one step and then you go up to the next step. You're like, oh, I already sweep this up. It's like, well, yeah, but you, you did the first level. Now you got to do the second level. Right. And so you're always going up the staircase, clearing out the debris. And sometimes things come back up and you're like, well, I dealt with this. Well, like, well, yes, you dealt with part of it, but not all of it. And so right. you, there's always more to clear out and that's okay that's okay um okay so what Brene Brown said and I love this she goes why do we constantly feel the need to win win in life let's say you win then what that's it's it. over <laughs> life's over like what do you I mean won. like yeah oh me I win it's not like Monopoly right. it's not like Candyland you get to can like this is real life and right. like if you win okay let's say you win and then what happens right you're just sitting there with your winnings by yourself yeah like that doesn't sound fun it does. <laughs> like, you know i have arrived in utopia nothing's gonna get me now like yes. yeah <laughs> yeah and honestly i think as humans we crave more like connectivity connectedness to each other connectedness to a higher power mm -hmm. um you know and I, I think that is what helps us stay positive honestly is being connected um 
you know, for those who don't believe in a higher power, I, I urge people to, to search and find, I mean, whatever you want to call, I call it God, some universe, source, Allah, Yahweh, whatever you want to call it. When you have that belief in a higher power, I feel like that helps you stay more hopeful and really dig in and become more positive. But then again, you, you have to be in alignment too as well. And also surrendering to that higher power and also being, being ever present in that higher power too as well, because basically once you start trying to do things for yourself, you start hitting brick walls. Mm -hmm. It's about hard brick walls. And they're like that Acme Acres um, brick wall. There are (laughs) things we are not meant to carry. Yeah. So I, I just want, you know, people to understand that definitely hear that we're saying staying positive. And I like how uh, Micah stated, let's be hopeful. Mm-hmm. But then again, in being hopeful, you need to find out where you're at from the beginning. Because at the, mm-hmm. at the, at the end is, if you're not all the way where you feel like you are, and you know you still have a lot of negative people in your life, you still have a lot of negative things going on in your life, mm-hmm. if you're the negative person, if you're the common denominator of negative, it's some things you need to change. And what yeah. does that mean? Oh, well, how do I know I'm negative? If you're always complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Judah, you I used have... to do that, honestly. That's how I knew I was negative. I was like, I yes. feel like I complain about everything. Even, if Even little things. Even if you're like, oh, it's all the people in my life are so negative. Well, you're the one that's allowed them the access to you. Yes. So, right. Again, you, they might be the jerks in the situation, but you gave them- And that's them, what I call you, an enabler. Right. You gave them <laughs> yeah. to the show. So it's only you that can undo it. Judah, you set this up nicely and I'm going to pass it off to Katie in a second. But Katie and I, um, we, we co-lead New Nissan Life. Uh-huh. And one of the things that's kind of like our- one of our pillars, one of our uh, main beliefs is that you cannot do anything unless you are first self-aware, period. Yes. Yeah. Everything else is like, what is it? Building a castle in the sand. Like if you are sitting Don't here, <laughs> you're going to sink. And so I think every growth point, we think every growth point comes with just serious, deep self-awareness, which yeah. takes work, mm-hmm. or work, especially if you've been like living in a cycle of uh, survival, you know, and like, you know, things are good enough. Um, and so one of the things we like to do at New Nissan Life, and one of our main missions is to help people be who they really are, even if they don't know who that is, <laughs> but they know what they're living and their attitude is not it. That's who, or um, that's what, who we are here to serve, who we are here to help. And I wonder what that is. Is that be your authentic self out loud? I it <laughs> is. You know, it's so funny. I almost said when Judah was reading that list, I was like, God, that list sounds like everything that we're doing in Be Your Authentic Self Out Loud, our That's program. So familiar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it literally sounds like our program that we're getting ready to launch in yes. the new year everything that you mentioned on that list i was like mm, yes be your like all of it is in there all of it's in there if you but, want clarity if you right. want to get rid of limiting beliefs if you want to achieve more and if you feel a calling that you are meant for more and you don't yes. know how to get it like it's all in there 
Yeah, definitely. And that's the one thing is, who is your authentic self? And that goes back to my first one, um, my season one episode one is defining you. Practicing self-discipline. Yeah. Some of us don't even have self-discipline. We always say yes, 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 and we don't know how to say no. But saying no to yourself, that's important. Yeah. It, um, you know, (laughs) I actually, Ryan Smith, if you're watching this, this is for you. (laughs) Um, I was having this conversation with a dear, dear, one of my best friends, um, Ryan, he and I, let's see, we've been friends for about 15 years. And so of course, in 15 years, our life looks very different. Katie and Mm -hmm. I have been friends for 22 years and our life looks very different. When I was in college, I mean, we were just babies when we met, right? We were fighting over which one of us, AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys, was uh, gonna marry. (laughs) Like it was, we went to blows over it, Katie and I. Obviously, I won. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but Ryan and I were talking, and I was, we were talking about my college days, and in my college days, I had no idea, no idea who I was. I've always been overweight, and that's always been like something that used to hold me back a lot. Like sometimes I'm so grouchy about it, but like, you know, it used to hold me back a lot. And to the point where like my screen name, if you guys, anybody watching is old enough to remember like what uh, AOL Instant Messenger look like or Yahoo Instant Messenger. Things why, like- why do you got to age us like that? Why you got to put us on blast and tell people how old we are? <laughs> <laughs> my identifier, like my screen name and how I referred to myself was funny fat girl. That's who I was. Funny fat girl. I wasn't anybody with like any set beliefs or like, you know, passion about anything. I was just the funny fat friend. Like, and so I get sad when I think about it because I like, if I were in a room with 20 year old Micah right now, we are two totally different people. And not even just because I've got age and experience now, but also because like my mindset back then was survive, survive and make the most out of Mm -hmm. this, you know, where there was no hope. I was so depressed back in my Mm twenties. And so it took a lot of time and effort on my part and therapy for me to go, okay, well, (laughs) not sure I want to spend another 60 years like that, (laughs) you know, so what do I do? And my life really began to take shape when I focused on changing my outlook and really starting to design design my life the way that the the side of me I never let show needed to. I became my authentic self internally, and then I became my authentic self out loud. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, I want to speak to that a little bit. Like, you know, you said you went to college and you had no clue who you wanted to be. And I think that, um, I mean, that just kind of like, I was like, oh yeah, that goes along with, um, what I wrote the other day. Remember I was reading it to you. Like there's an awakening happening right now Mm -hmm. among the collective. And I think that people are waking up to the fact that we have been following blindly, um, leadership that is leading us down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. Our society has put so much, um, our society has put a stigma on mental health. Our society mm-hmm. has told women that they don't matter and that right. their voices are small. Our society has marginalized groups as a whole and yes. told them that they're, 
not important and they that they don't matter and so when you raise someone in that society and then send them off to college and say be you know now you're an adult and be who you are or be who you want to be like you're just setting them up for failure like how do they even know who they want to be when you've told them their whole life that these are the rules and you can't step out of bounds like you know and then you're giving them all this freedom and it's like how do you know who you want to be you didn't have the support to search and do inner work to find out and so I think that's really you know what our our program that we're bringing out is going to be mostly about it's doing the inner work to really ask yourself some tough questions who do I want to be who was I meant to be and you know how do I go about finding that person because I don't think we had the support to get us there no and a lot of us didn't and I I'm Katie I have to do it (laughs) I'm going to give a very abbreviated version of the what I told you this morning about the show I watched (laughs) so um, if anybody's watching that watches the show Lovecraft Country Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) so I'm not I'm not all the way at the end but I think I just watched episode eight last night did you I'm watch? all the way there. Okay, so then you <laughs> might know exactly where I'm going with this. I'm not yes. going to say what character or who, but she, there was a character on the show and I'm telling you, I had chills all up and down my body when she was talking last night. It, one of the characters in one of the episodes, it was all about like, kind of like her journey through grief, self-discovery, uh-huh. like admitting where she, you know exactly who I'm talking about, okay? Yes. And she confronted <laughs> somebody who was loved her very much but like still didn't support her in being who she wanted to be and she said something I'll never ever forget in my life she goes by the it was it was her partner and she goes by the time I had met you I had already I was already so small like the world kept shrinking me Mm -hmm. and I let it happen and it gives me chills hearing it again like and so like Mm -hmm. she was like I don't want to shrink I don't want to I don't want to grow yeah and she's like in in basically what she was saying is like I spent my whole life from birth through our marriage like what box do I fit in oh okay do I what box is this I go over here fit into this box meanwhile she was just this spectacular genius like amazing force to be reckoned with and she shrunk and shrunk and shrunk until she Mm -hmm. herself forgot who she was and Mm -hmm. it took this big incident for right. her to be like oh yeah like like I'm all these things this is and, me yeah and she like it was this beautiful oh my gosh like I'm telling you I have thought about I watched it last night I have thought about it non-stop <laughs> ever since it so is a, it is a definitely a great yeah. episode oh that sh- that episode changed my life like yes. it really did but the whole I mean, time- I didn't watch it, but when you were describing it to me this morning, yes. I was like, oh my God, it was so good. Like I had chills when Micah was telling me, I was like, yes, like that is a message that needs to be shouted from the workshops. Yes. So like how it relates back to positivity is like, it's really not possible to be shrinking and positive at the same time. No, like, no. When yeah. you- you really, even if you're not aware that either one thing is happening, like I'm being negative and I'm shrinking, like your brain mm-hmm. can't be like, oh, I'm, I'm making sacrifices and becoming a smaller version of myself, you know, all <laughs> that thing, but I'm going to be, po- it's just not possible. No. Yeah. Like, she had to first 
and in the episode, she went through all of these situations where right. like, she became more and more aware of how much she shrank throughout her lifetime, right. like fit into the box of people. And I was like, that is what we want to help people with. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we want you to realize there are no boxes. Right. Yeah. But that then again, boxes are self-imposed. Right. But then again, going back to, they need to remember what it is that they're going through. I think some people try to forget. Yeah. And say, oh no, you know, that didn't, no, you're living a lie. Yeah. Well, don't live that lie. Live in the present moment, but you still have to remember so you can heal from what you're thinking that you did. You can't remember. Everybody yeah. remember, but they choose to forget. Yeah, but I know what. But that doesn't about. help you be your authentic self, right? And, and that's the thing is, um, and I talked about it today was hashtag truth, hashtag transparency. Why yeah. can't we? Yeah. Have, why can't we have that? Or better yet, is like I said, positivity because it's vulnerable. It's vulnerable and people, um, people don't like vulnerability and, mm -hmm. but we have been taught that being vulnerable isn't good. Right. And the thing is, that's the only way to connect. You can only connect with people on a positive level when you are vulnerable Yes. and open. You can only connect to God source, universe, put whatever word you want in there. You can only connect to that when you are vulnerable and open. Yes. Yeah. And you have to be vulnerable. And I think even in our, in our fields that we've been in and that I've been in is that you have to be vulnerable, but that don't mean to let someone walk over you. Either. Right. You right. have to Absolutely. speak up to what you believe in. That was the first thing I said. If you mm -hmm. know it's right and the other person is wrong, speak up. Yeah. yeah, that is the that's the that's the market tool of speaking up for yourself and being authentic. You, you don't have to be a pushover like she's like she stated about this um, episode that that lady said she was trying to fit into these boxes that she couldn't fit in. Yeah. She was trying to be this person or then go to see if I can fit here. Stop. I would rather be a, 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 a round circle trying to fit in a, a square peg any mm -hmm. day because I know I won't fit. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be there. God said he has peculiar people. Let me be peculiar by myself. Yeah. Let yeah. me be my authentic me by myself. It's not a competition. I'm not competing with anyone. We got to love everybody. We got to stop competing. Right. What, what Micah, what Katie has, guess what? That's for them. That's not for me. Mm -hmm. I got to support them. And that's why I'm here as Judah, supporting their work, supporting their mission, supporting their purpose. So let's start supporting. But I want to um, say this right quick, because what I want to do is give the people that are listening right now some homework. Mm -hmm. And that homework is this. You have to promote positivity in your house for at least two weeks. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Two weeks. Promote and I'm gonna, positivity in your house. And I'm going to give you anybody, an activity. Huh? I'm going to give an activity to go with that. Go yeah. Promote positivity. And anybody that's negative has to drop a dollar in a positivity jar that y'all have in your house. Create a negativity jar so they will be responsible for dropping, if it's children, they can drop a penny, quarter, a dime. But you know what? I'm going to challenge these adults 
to drop $5 for their negativity. Because mm -hmm. negativity brings us to such a, a big high that you're going to stop being negative once you know you got to pay that $5 out. Yeah, then, well, Venmo you don't realize how much it costs you. Yes. Then Venmo it to Micah so she can remodel her kitchen. <laughs> okay. But then again, I want people to go to the group, um, the Rise Creating Your Voice, and post it on our Facebook page, the Rise Creating Your Voice, and let us know how's it working for you and your family. If it's just you by yourself, you do it by yourself. We got to start promoting positivity across the world, across the nation, because it's we were born into this world with hate. So let's start erasing hate. Take an eraser on a pencil and erase hate off your forehead, because I don't want to see that anymore. So yeah. hashtag positivity challenge. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were not born with hate in our heart. That that learned behavior. Yes. Um, and so, okay, here's the activity of how to know if your thought is negative or positive. When you have a thought before you speak, before you speak, you're gonna think about your thought because <laughs> most of it, if you are over the age of 21, you have a fully developed frontal lobe yes. and your executive functioning skills should be in place to where you can filter um, your thoughts before they come out of your mouth. Okay, so when the thought comes in, does the thought make you feel expansive and like, who is going to bring good energy to the room? Or does it make you feel reclusive and that the energy is going to be sucked from the room if you were to speak this thought? If it feels expansive, most likely it is a positive thought. If it feels reclusive and like you might suck the life out of somebody by saying it, it's probably negative. I, as the resident psychotherapist, I have to put a little uh, piggyback on that one. You can voice, and Katie and I are we're best friends. So there have been many times where we have voiced negative experiences and negative thoughts, but it is for expansive purposes. For right. example, if it is too heavy for me yes. and I am, it is taking up too much space in my heart and I need somebody else like my best friend to kind of help me like navigate it navigate it and kind of like take the pressure off of it like all right I'm having a negative feeling I'm a little worried about it here here it is and Katie is my best friend and we share this burden and we're going okay all right so this is how we're going to put it away like this is how we're going to be like all right, right we're going to be hopeful and this is where it goes so not you know if it if you are releasing it in order to process it make yes. room for some or you need help processing it right but if it's not just, I'm going to spout stuff just to spout it little. so I can get chicken it out. Little. Don't yeah, be chicken, chicken little. So ask yourself, like, is this me making room for positive energy yes. or is this me being chicken little? Like, yeah. and if it's me being chicken little, that's what you need to do. Like the, we're not yeah. doing that. Or we're put not it in a journal. Yeah. Yes. Target, yes. get a journal, put it like, I'm telling you guys, journaling, I know so many people, um, so many people laugh, <laughs> so many people laugh at me, but journaling is such a good tool yes. for when you want to get out negativity and you want to change your mindset. Like I said, everyone is entitled to feelings. We all have them. So I have negative feelings all the time. All it happens. We're human. Yeah but get it out 
get it out in a positive way. And that is, that's through writing or talking with a friend saying, gosh, I'm really feeling these negative feelings. Like, what do you think? Like, how can I, how can I reframe this to make my situation better? It's not just like, oh, my life sucks. And you know, I got a flat tire and Oh, now this happened like that gets exhausted. Like I'm exhausted doing just that. Like it's exhausting. (laughs) And that's how I lived my life for a long time. And then the little problems became big problems instead of remaining little problems because everything was a big deal. Um, You know, and it was just a very dramatic way of living and it was very exhausting. Katie, Judah, and I all have careers in helping professions, right? Yes. So like it is a certain level of ingrained in us to be positive, you know, especially when it comes to other people. When Katie just said a second, a second ago, the thing about reframing, that's an excellent time to um, share that with somebody that you trust. So Katie and I have literally come to each other and said, I am having a hard time reframing this really terrifying Mm -hmm. feeling I'm having. Like the incident I spoke of about a month ago, I was having a really hard time not just experiencing pure and total existential dread. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like I just, I was like, like I know that they don't know what to do. Like there's a lesson here and a growth, but all I can see is how angry and in pain I am. And it took me like, obviously with my higher power, with God, And then with my best friend being like, here's this like hard thing that I'm having a hard time thinking positive about or being hopeful about. And she was like, oh, let me peel it apart. Okay. (laughs) You know, like, and I'm going to help, I'm going to help you. And she did lighten my load and it helped me reframe and give perspective to that thing. So I wasn't stuck in the suck as, as they Because sometimes you're just too close to it and it's really hard to see that, um, the positive outcome. And I think really with life coaching, that's what we help you do. Obviously life coaching is not um, a replacement for therapy. Uh, We were always going to push you and recommend that you see a um, professional um, if it is a serious problem, but you know, at new Nissan life, we can help you reframe things. We can help you put a plan in place so that you can live your daily life you know, in a more peaceful and positive way. Um, like that's what we do, but, um, it is practice. It's hard work. It's practice. Like, obviously we didn't get to this place overnight. It took me probably almost nine, 10 years. And really, even before that, I, you're constantly working. I'm constantly working on myself. Um, another recommendation that I like to make is, um, meditate, sit with yourself sit with yourself, breathe and allow the, the messages. Um, actually I heard this the other day. It was so good. Praying is for asking God and meditating is for hearing God's answers. Yes. yes. When you pray, you're asking God for something, but then mm-hmm. you sit quietly in meditation. And that is when God can speak to you because you've made space and then you start for the crying. answers to come in. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so these are these are tools that you can use, and um, it takes time. It takes time to do the work and to become positive. But once you start, I'm going to tell you, you don't want to go back. Right. I never want to go back. 
And that's the one thing that, because we want to wrap up and definitely want to thank Katie and Micah for coming on. But then again, what are some parting words? Because I know we talked about reframing things. So I just want to give an example of me reframing that, you know, I want people to start thinking about somebody that you can be accountable for, like accountability partner. Because the thing is, we're missing that in our society. We're missing that in our nation. And not somebody that you go out and bump fists with and get drunk with at night and y'all fighting in the club. That's not an accountability partner. That's a that's a um, ride or die type of person. <laughs> somebody that's going to talk sense into your head. Somebody that's going to pull positivity into your life. Somebody Who's that's gonna going to challenge you to be a better person every exactly. day. Exactly. So even with that, that accountability partner just gives you a new niece on life. <laughs> so. We, we have to be mindful and I, I have that, you know, I have several accountability partners for me and, for, you know, for me being accountable for it too as well. But in that, I enjoy doing that because I'm the motivational war- warrior to provide that motivation because I know that I've evolved. I've come to the thing, but even in my involvement, even in my, what they call transcending or whatever, I still have hurt. Yeah, And I recognize that, but in my hurt, guess what I do? I was like, okay, Judah, you're hurting, but you don't have to hurt for these three hours. Hurt for about an hour, you think about it, you meditate mm-hmm. on it, you pray, you call someone. I do the actual work of processing through that hurt. Right. And it's okay to say that Judah is in pain. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say that. Some of y'all don't want to yeah. say that. You go go to work and go get busy and you become a busybody <clears throat> and then you and you drop that feeling down on the ground and try to stomp it out. But guess what? Soon something else pop off. Guess what? That's that and that squared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's an explosion. And then you're at yeah. explosion time and then you're like, but you did this because you did that. And it might not be that person. It might just be you. Yeah. So we got to be mindful about that. So any parting words you guys want to leave, I definitely want to drop that in. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like, you know, my parting words, the things that are kind of like resonating for me is again, to go back to Lovecraft Country because <laughs> I'm telling you that episode changed my life. Changed you got to see nine and 10 life. now. Jesus. It's so good. I, like we might finish it tonight. But my, my, my parting words is to think of any, when you ask yourself, meditate on it. When we say meditate, create a quiet space and it's just you and Mm -hmm. ask yourself, what is causing me to shrink? Okay. And whatever that first reaction is, is what's causing you to shrink. For me, for a long time, it was boundaries. And so I did, I had very little boundaries with anybody in my life, friends, family, uh, partners, jobs, whatever. And the minute I fixed that is when I started to have space to be more hopeful. So my parting words is to ask yourself what's causing you to shrink and then address that. Katie? Yeah. Um. I love that. And actually, um, no, 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 actually, um, I would say what was causing me to shrink was my self-worth. Yeah. And, you know, I want to leave this message. I mean, you know, we work a lot, obviously we work a lot with women, but you know, we're men deal with this too. 100%. They deal with this, whether they say it or not. Yes. Um, you are enough. Just know that you are enough. Um, 
you know, God has created us in his image. He's given us all different gifts and, um, you have a gift that needs to be shared with the world. And, you know, uh, there's a Martha Graham quote, but I don't have it to where I can read it. I'll give you the gist of it. But basically like she says, you know, everyone has a gift. And if you don't share that gift, um, the world won't have it because it's only going to come through you. And so um, I guess my parting words are know your self-worth, know that you're enough and, you know, seek to find that in a positive way. Yeah. So my parting words is definitely everybody needs to look at the personal bill of rights. Please read them. The personal bill of rights, I'm going to attach them to that so everybody can read them. And I think my three top things for parting words is letting people, let them negative people go. If you're trying to get positive, let them negative people go. If they're your family members, I'm sorry, let them go. And that's just how it is. Speaking it up to what you believe in. That means taking actions for the things that you believe in, that you know what is right. Because some people will try to try you, but speaking up and believing in yourself and believing in what's right and accepting yourself for who you are. Whoever you are, make it your best you, not the, nobody else. It's just you. Don't be your partner don't be you try to be what your brother is. Don't try to be what your sister is. Just be the best of who you are. And that's it. Guys, let's definitely give out our social media um, tags right quick. Oh, um, oh, yeah. So on Instagram, we're uh, at New Niece on Life. And I personally am at New Niece on Wife. Bad <laughs> 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 words there. <laughs> Um, you can find me at kberthart on Instagram or at authentic.intuition on Instagram as well. Um, and you can find us both at www.newneesonlife.com. Thank you. And you can find me. I need some more people on my Twitter page. That's at Creating Rise. And also my Instagram is the Rise Creating Your Voice. And also join the Facebook group, which is the Rise Creating Your Voice, because that's a lot of things what we're going to transpire to or, or what they call it when you move to somewhere else. Transfer? Yeah, transfer to. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're going to go. We're going to transfer to the Rise Creating Your Voice page. So most of the stuff is going to be there instead of being on the Judy Bernard. Because I have like 5,000 friends on Judy Bernard. I'm up to my limit. Oh, so the Rise Creative <laughs> Voice needs some people. And that's why I want to do most of the action because that is what we're doing. Because we're teaching self-development and also just having very subject matters on education and communication and also being very motivational. So if, if, without further ado, we thank you guys for listening. Always remember we send out motivational text every Wednesday to text the rise to 844-452-4110. And as I always say, tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your spouse. Heck, tell everyone. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye.